Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. Are you going to play that dastardly intro again? Ow! This movie is still fine. That goes screw. One of them's a hot his name is Jack. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode 36, with your old mates Timbo. And Guy Guy is here as well. Not Guy Guy, don't call me that. <laughs> We just watched the movie again, um, and we're here to talk about it. We're here to talk to you directly, because this is important. This is important. I think now more than ever. This is my favorite moment, the moment before it starts. Before it starts. Uh, that's that's advice from Skrill about life, uh, Skrill. Do you agree with that? Skrill is a philosopher and uh, a metaphor for the sacrifice we must all make in this life. For to party is the sweet reward of being able to be alive on this planet And Skrull represents all the animals and oceans we must destroy To keep our fucking kick-ass, bitchin', totally radical lifestyles And you'll talk to a lot of people, a lot of environmentalists A lot of leftists who will tell you that we need to change our ways Absolutely not We have a limited time here our main goal I is know. to party hard. People are all, you know, and it's live in the moment, isn't it? People are so worried. Oh, live my God. Live every moment, love yeah. every day, because before you know it, the next generation yeah. won't be able to stay. We, we can't, That's how the song yeah. goes. We're not all just going to keep like going half speed and preserving something with diminishing returns. What's the point? Did if you, we're not having the best time possible, what is even the point? Did you not either party or grow up on the sweet, sweet music of REO Speedwagon? That's a question I want you to ask yourself. Take a long, hard look at yourself and ask yourself that. Do you not believe that these are uh, words not just worth living by, but worth having inscribed on your flesh in ink? In Latin, the language of truth. Certainly a language uh, that will never die. A language as old as time and also as popular and current as ever. Spoken everywhere. One of the few languages spoken everywhere, Latin. That's right. It's actually the only language, I believe, um, according to Global Census, released by the UN, I think in 2004. 
2014 that is it's a native language in every country. How about that? And it's the only language that can claim that title. I, just, I, th- I think it's important that we keep fucking shit up and when our friends die so, because of a drug binge. There is a water crisis in Auckland right now. Mm. And California. Yeah, they've had it going on for ages. It's new to us. Yeah. I mean, I California one's pretty escalated at the moment. A real crunchy piss in your oh, yeah. guest bathroom at your house. Uh-huh. Did I flush it? Did you? No. The guest bathroom is the one that's connected to my bedroom. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Just got a lot of Montgomery pee sitting around. All in the bowl. Well, that's great. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate you, boo. We're not meant to flush our toilet. You're meant to flush it once a, once a day at the moment. Once a day. So according to the, the mantra by which we have been telling you to live as long as this episode has been going, I should run down the, run down the garden path mm-hmm. and flush that toilet. Uh, nah, I think you shouldn't because that would be like an, an impedance on your good times. You're putting oh, wow, the pee in yeah. impedance. So live with the decisions you've already made. Just like why th- the only reason you would flush it is to make my life better. Why would you even think to do it? It would also be to accelerate the pace at which we're destroying the environment. Oh, yeah, but that should only be in the service of a good time. Not You shouldn't do principle. it just, just for its own. That's what I like net. about you. You are conflicted, but certainly... There's uh, a cohesion Yeah, there's a, there's a logic within, mm. within your thinking that holds firm. Yeah, I think so. So I guess what it all boils down to is uh, let's burn the fucker down, you know? That's the philosophy. That's the guiding Rip some shit off the top shelf and burn this motherfucker to the ground. Came up with um, an idea for something I might want to try uh, on the potty going going forward from here on Did you? Yep. Did you really? Yep. Are you going to tell me about it? May I? Yes, you may. When Zac Efron is mansplaining the concept of music to us, the humble viewer... Uh, he says that BPM is the name of the game. And I would like for us to figure out what that game is. The game BPM. Yeah. The name of it is BPM. What does that stand for? Big Pesky Moths. Big Pesky Moths. A great game. Great game for the kids. Great game for the adults. I think a harrowing game for the children, but certainly good fun once you come of age. Yeah. Uh, so what you do is cover yourself head to toe in mints, and it's got to be uncooked. Mints, for, for those yeah. of you who are in a country that doesn't celebrate um, dead cows like we do in New Zealand, it's a ground of, up yeah. steak. A lot of people either leave them in steaks or squeeze them into sausages within the intestines of the animal itself. Here in New Zealand, what we like to do is reduce it to just like an unidentifiable sort of uh, texture and There's nothing look. else like it, really. You, yeah, get a, get a lovely steak and put it in a grinder, please. That's how I would like to consume my cow. Think about your bolognese. Mm. That's mince often. Ah, oh, so that was once part of a bigger being. I tell you what, in terms of a cultural appropriation or misappropriation, as the case may be, how fucked is the New Zealand interpretation of spaghetti bolognese? <laughs> well, it's fucked enough that we don't call it spaghetti bolognese. We call it spag bowl. Spag bowl. So bowl. here's how you make spag bowl in New Zealand, which is an Italian dish. It must be made for a minimum of eight people yeah. at all times. <laughs> or two hungry students. <laughs> Get uh, two kilograms of the lowest quality minced beef you can find. Cook that up. With and- the lowest quality minced tomato. No, tomato sauce Do you put tomato with yours? Yeah. I just, no, it's, no, for mine, it's two kilograms of low quality minced beef. Cook up some spaghetti pasta. Add the two things together. Spag bowl.
Oh, dude, that is so dry. Oh, my God, that is the driest. That's what the cheese is for. That cheese is not wet. Cheese melts, but it doesn't get wet. Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. So um, getting back to... That's what we've done to the good food of a What was the P? Italy. Being... Uh, big pesky moths. Big pesky moths. So you got to cover yourself head to toe in meat stuffs for a start. And and I, I hasten to add as well, you've got to be naked. This is imperative. Be naked. Cover yourself in meat stuffs. And then uh, you've got to flap your arms around like a moth chasing a, a, a light or a flame. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, well, then pretty much what you're going to hope is that the moths will mistake the mince at the pace at which it's moving real moths. for a light. Yeah, moths, real moths. Oh. And then if they, if they fly towards you, if you can collect, or not collect because you can't really collect a moth, but if enough moths gather around your flailing mince-riddled body, then the king or queen moth will descend from uh, their towering heights and uh, land atop you. They weigh quite a lot. Moths do weigh quite a lot. That's why you can hear the big ones when they smash into a window. The king or queen moth certainly weighs a lot. Yeah, the smaller moths even. I don't like moths, Tim. Mm. I don't like them at all. Do you not? No, they. it's not an irrational fear um, because moths killed my family. Really? Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that. So it's a reasonable fear. They must be quite recent. Yeah, very recent. I think in between us starting recording and now. I mean, the I just only... got a text. Were they big moths or were they little moths and your family all choked on them? It was from once? the police. They were very unspecific. Weird. I think. Oh, the moths went from the police. The news was of the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Be I think pretty, they were actually. It'd be pretty wild if the police were training moths, though, wouldn't it? Just like the plural of moth should be moth, don't you think? Yes. It's uh, not a natural sound to have an S after it. Moths. Any TH sound with an S after it's tricky. I've got a bunch of moth. I've got multiple Keiths. <laughs> A plural on Keith. Can we get a, a, a <laughs> plural check on Isle Keith, please? Oh, well, I feel we've done everything but address what happened in the room when we watched the movie. Big pesky moths, though. That doesn't sound like a fun game. Well. Or particularly like a, a kind of, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a terrible idea we came up with, to be honest. BPM is the name of the game, Tim. Mm. And Long made improve. Yeah. I mean, we've certainly got. Multiple weeks to look forward to the improvement that of this segment. Actually, do you know what you've done inadvertently? I, sh- I say you, we. I'll colour myself inside this uh, this as well. We've started with a very low bar, which is great because you can you can get above it in the weeks as they go by. Keep improving. Start low. Start so phenomenally low that you can't do anything but improve, and people can. At it's least true. Do that. I see people starting out in new career paths, and you're making bold new decisions, and I see them doing so terribly at the start and I'm just so jealous because I know that any sort of form of improvement across the first months, weeks or years of this uh, new new chosen profession is A, very possible and easy to achieve and B, incredibly impressive to the outside. And I both envy and resent those people for that. Zicoli, when he starts, is just like has such rudimentary DJ skills that he's got a loop that's just labelled techno. That's all it says. Which is, okay, you've got one techno loop. Cool. Is there like one called house? One called... Almost definitely. Um, Do you think he ever uses the house one, Tim? Acid jazz. One called dubstep. One called death metal, which is just kick drum 
base. One called... Do you know my first instinct would be to overlay all of those songs on each other and release that? A multi-genre mashup. I think it's just noise, though. No. It's, it's more nuanced than that. Is it? It doesn't sound like it, because it sounds like you're just biffing everything on at the same time and looping... I looping think it's noise. for a refined ear. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks, mate. Justification of art. Easy to do, isn't it? You know? You just go, no, no, don't worry about it, you guys. Know, it turns out I'm a genius. I've watched the way art works, and I think what it is is, like, the people... You have to be initially incredible, like... Certainly in the world of actual art as it's described in galleries and contemporary art, you first have to be technically very proficient and very good. So it's the opposite of the improvement thing have, we were alluding yeah, to exactly. before. You have to do like five to ten years of that and then once you've proven to everyone how good you are at making art, you get to just start making terrible, like it's like you've proven your ability and then you just get to start making terrible, terrible. So it's like getting a job in a country that's got really like strong labour laws. You gotta get through that job interview and once you're there, you just fuck around. You've earned the right to phone it in. Yeah. It's like if you think about management and restaurants, the managers are doing the least often. Mm. All the employees, all the all the bus boys and all the people on the ground floor, they're all running around doing Can't all that. Speak to that guy. The the, the hard work, the hot stuff. That. Think about it in how many in restaurants terms of working in the tax in the tax department, Tim. Yeah. And you look at the manager and you're like, what you come in later than us and you walk around just in between our desks all day pretending to monitor our behaviour. What are you actually contributing? This this feels like the plebeians not having a full understanding of the level above them. No, this is a very You're, you're like occupied. This is a smart and You have no willingness to, to look at the importance of the machinery, of the bureaucracy. Long may it rain. <laughs> <laughs> I am very I'm here to support the paper push- pushers. Yeah, that's good on you, man. All I'm telling you is... Um, My flag is just a pencil, and I wave it high. Sounds sexual when you say it like that, doesn't it? No. Cause like in a gross way. No. The word pencil isn't sort of innately sexual for me. Oh, interesting. More interesting than it is for you, I think. Mm, I guess so. It's one of those things where every, everything gets considered phallic now, eh? So look, we've watched it was all on you. We've watched We Are Your Friends uh, thirty six times now, and uh, it was it was an interesting um, combination of paces this week. Where sometimes the time just flew by because Guy and I were just having a chin wag while we were watching the screen, um, which I feel like we can afford to do now that we are pretty familiar with the text. It's technically naughty, but if you guys saw. how grouchy I think Tim looked when I arrived today. I was like, if we sit through watching We Are Your Friends together right now without talking to each other, Tim is going to come out the other side of this just like a shell of a person, really. I feel like I still am. A shadow of your true self. Mm. And so to try and uh, stoke the conversational fire, as I like to say, mm. I uh, prodded and preened at you, Tim. I tried to start a fight tried to start various different sort of positive forms of communication, conversation. You put your groin sort of in my vicinity. I was reaching for something that was uh, inconveniently stationed just above your head. There are a lot of ways to skin that cat, and you chose a particularly invasive one. We're not here to correct people who are doing a job. I know I'm not the original person to say this by a country mile, but like, what is the entomology of that saying? 
uh, like how many ways it's going to care. I th- actually, I was I was listening um, to a podcast recently about Jack the Ripper, and apparently they used to eat cats quite a lot in England, semi recently, like sort of a couple hundred years ago, to the point where there were like kind of uh, cat butchers. Yeah. And cat shops, they'd have like cat pie and well, stuff. Well, I mean, if the popularity of that saying today is anything to go by, those cat butchers must have wielded some mighty power and mm. sway back in the day. Yeah. I don't know how else that got passed down from generation to generation. To add that into the lexicon. Because you don't say there's, uh, you know, there's many ways to kill a cow. That's better too, because it's kind of got the alliteration going on, you know? Kill a cow. Skin, skin a, a cat. cat. Skin a skint. Nah, it's hard to skin a skint. It would be, but it'd be rewarding. Although they're tiny. It'd be much more rewarding to skin a cat. A nice cat pelt. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I, I quite like the scales of something, though. Yeah? You know, like a li- little lizard. little lizard skin. What do you think of the movie? We Are Your Friends? Yeah. Look, man, it's getting even harder to actually form an opinion about it. To yeah, be honest. I know it's what like, you mean. I remember this feeling vividly with Sex and City 2, and it was much more, I think, uh, negative then. But this just feels like a mutual uh, parting of ways, almost. <laughs> like a, um, yeah, it's like if a relationship has fizzled out, yeah. and, and no one's no one's very upset about it. It's no, just it's the like, magic's well, yeah, gone, it's like, and there's no need for us to be here anymore. It does, we just need to get on with our lives, I think. Well, like we just we've got to go through the motions of still spending time with one another. How, and, how, how do you feel like? Um, so I think we both kind of know how the relationship with Sex and City Two went. Cast your mind back. What was that breakup period leading up to our final days with, uh, with Grown Ups, Ups two? two? Like, oh man, uh, your first love, and there's no love quite like it. That's you know? so true. The first cut is the deepest, and uh, the emotions attached were all heightened. Uh, the jubilation and excitement of reaching the like zenith of that season mm. and and checking out really like overwhelmed any of the doldrums and negative feelings we would have had through the the middle parts. Yeah. Whereas I think this does feel like um, you know, like all of our limbs have been tranquilized or something, and we're just sort of slowly ambling our way out the door. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sad. It is sad. Yeah, it's a loveless marriage, is what it is. Because first, it's it's like the commitment has trapped us there. But um, any flashes of gone. hope or brilliance for you, Tim? None, not a one. A shining light, perhaps. Well, a shining light, you say. There's got to be one of those. <laughs> you are legally obligated. And in the state of Maryland. Well, you know what it was—the moment for me this week. And I'm really skirting the um, edges of what a shining light should be in my own heart, but. During the final closing moments of the movie where Zicoli is playing his set on stage at Summerfest and Johnny Depp and Paige Harrell, um, former incarnation of the devil, or former host of Satan's Spirit, more accurately, they look at each other in a car for just a moment while there's one of them smoking. And it's kind of like, it looks like the same guy is looking at himself and neither of them look exactly like Johnny Depp or Paige. But it's like an amalgamation of the two. It's weird. It's like Paige and Johnny Depp got together and had twins, like the movie, with Arnie and Danny DeVito. And then we're watching the twins in the car for a moment. 
I see. So it's skirting around the edges of what you it's you and your heart think a shining light should be because it's more of a curiosity you noticed well, this week. I, did, I mean, I did enjoy it because it was different. So from that point of view, it counts. Absolutely. Um, but it's something to do with the rare moment where you get to see their side profiles. Usually they're, they're shot front on always. But this is an example of a time where we see their side profiles and it catches me off guard. And especially with uh, Johnny Depp's revamped facial hair or sort mm. of lack thereof. You know, it's all different. I hear you and I physically feel you. I'm physically touching you, you right now. That's true, touching everybody. your arm, your left yep. bicep. Okay. It's quite nice. You're warm. Very your flesh is very warm. That's, don't say flesh. It is warm in here it's, and it is yeah, flesh. It's cooking. It's cooking. Did you have a uh, particularly shining uh, Look, moment? it's really hard to say, Tim. Uh, nothing immediately jumps out at me. I remember observing aloud to you at one point in a scene set in Somali's car as she drives Zakoli back to his abode. I Just thought that the soundtracking, the audio on that was... The pair of the engine. Yeah. While we're inside the vehicle. Outstanding. Um, I thought it felt like I was in a car. Also, it did a good job because it looks like quite a beefy, meaty sort of sports car, maybe a Viper. And... How quiet it sounded in the car, I thought, was quite true to how... Sm- if you've ever been on a motorbike or in a car with a big engine, mm. I hate them when I'm on the street. They're so loud and obnoxious. But when you're on the motorbike in a helmet or inside of the car, it kind of muffles just how obnoxious the sound of that vehicle is. Yeah. And I thought that the audio track really captured that. Those cars are taking the mood that we were talking about earlier and running with it, eh? It's like, I'm having a good time, and I frankly, my dear, could not care less yeah. about you. Jet skis are the... Like one of the ultimate sort of embodiments of that. Jet skis. There's nothing that says I'm having a good time and fuck you quite like a jet ski. Well, unless you put some machetes on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would probably be the only it's certainly that, yeah. doubling down of that, wouldn't it? That's a hell of a way, way to uh, bloody, the only way to improve on a loud water vehicle. On a loud water-based motorbike. Throw some mini swords on there. Swords. I once, when I was staying with my uncle, who was um, a sword. No, it was just a very. It was quite successful at the time. Uh, he had two jet skis and two motorbikes. And one day, I swapped around the jet skis and the motorbikes. And he uh, he took out his one of the motorbikes, thinking it was a jet ski, and he drowned. Far out! It's a great prank. He just didn't pay any attention to what he was getting on. He was Not like, "This all. is in the location where I keep a jet ski." Yeah, seems good. Yeah, got out in the water. And then that's Not when he so. realized. That's when he realized he wasn't on a jet ski. Yeah, well, he realized. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember. And the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. So it was a motorbike. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know exactly when that moment hit him. Was it like when it sort of first blushed onto the water or? Well, the moment I knew it hit him was when he was waving at me as the bike was sinking from the mm. middle of the lake going, you bastard, this isn't a jet ski. Could he not swim, your uncle? Oh, not in all the leather. Right. I see. He would wear leather on his jet ski. Yeah, he wears leather on both. That makes sense. Indiscriminate. Was he a good swimmer outside of the leathers? Oh, if he wasn't in leather, the man was a borderline Olympic-level athlete. Far out. I know. Isn't that good? It's just the twists and turns of life, isn't it? It's the little things yeah. that, that, that become big moments. Yeah. You never know, you know, what's going to... You never know what's going to happen in the very next moment of your life. Especially with uncles. You've got to keep an eye on them. They're always mixing it up. Uncles doing are... Doing different things. Certainly an interesting proposition. Yeah, aren't they? Because I think they feel a closeness and sort of maybe a natural sense of coolness because they're a sibling's, your your parent's sibling. And so they're like, hey, yeah, I'll be, I'll be cool. An obligation to coolness. Yeah. An Arthur Fonzarelli type vibe. A little bit older, a little bit removed. Yeah. I must be the cool role model for this exactly. young and then Gent it's interesting, lady. you know, because you grow up and you don't really know how to differentiate or distinguish what you think of anybody. You just have a sort of a sense in your gut of what you think of people. And then you learn to articulate why you feel the way you do. Mm. And then you realize that maybe your uncles aren't all so cool. Some of them, for instance, ride on jet skis in leather. Could you list five things you would rather have done with the time we just spent watching the movie today off the top of your head? Walking around... One. Uh, where would you have walked around, just out of interest? I probably would have walked around, down around Western Springs, where our last podcast was set. Lovely. Uh, and then up along through sort of Westmere mm-hmm. and back home through Greyland Park. Ideally, it would have taken about an hour, mm-hmm. which would have given me about half an hour to cool down. Mm. It's very muggy out today. Uh, I would have rather been watching some stand-up comedy on Netflix. I've mm-hmm. been trying to watch more stand-up comedy, okay. and I've still got a few specials to work through on Netflix. That is certainly something that would have brought me much more joy. Mm-hmm. Um, catching up with a friend for a beer. Yep. That would have been marvellous. Yep, that's three. Uh, spending time with my family. Okay. I mean, that's something I don't do weekly, mm. and I'm sure would feel much more fulfilling and enjoyable yeah. and nourishing, I think, than doing this. Imagine that. 
Imagine if we all made a commitment instead of doing a podcast once a week to seeing our family. I think the world would turn a little easier, wouldn't it? Uh, it was, yeah, it would be different. I don't think it would be good. Uh, and watching a new release movie at the cinema. Oh, wouldn't that be good? I love doing that. Yeah. How about them new release movies, eh, folks? Yeah. Have you seen one? Oh, it's good. Isn't it? So good. Such you go in there, you get feeling. your popcorn, you get your... Uh, walk into a big n- air-conditioned room. Non-brand soda drink, soda pop. Yeah. Sit down in your big chair. It's a real treat these days. We went to a movie yesterday. Mm. Someone's phone mm. was vibrating for five minutes through the middle of the movie. I tell you why. It was incredible. <laughs> That's easy. Flight mode. Five minutes, though. Of vi- like It's like there were enough people, there was enough yeah. density that... Everyone thought it was someone else's and no one bothered to check. Oh my but God. second to that, yeah. five minutes yeah. means that whoever was calling them, the cycle is like, what, 30 to 40 seconds? Yeah, usually. Would have had to have made like upwards of 10. Oh, that makes me feel bad. That makes me feel calls. like something's gone very wrong. Yeah. They really need to get in touch with that person. How badly do you need to talk to someone that you make 10 consecutive phone calls? Well, I mean, when do, I mean even if it is really bad, and that, that does happen from time to time, when do you, you know, Call it quits for right then. They're not going to pick up. Well, do you just who's out there just ringing infinitely? I don't know. It's one of these days he's going to pick it up. Um, so long as we are here, Tim, mm. you and I, yes, can we touch each other again? Oh, would you like to hold my be. hand as we sing a song? Can, can you hear the people sing? Singing the song of angry men. It is the voices of our people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart matches the beating of the drum. I cannot remember the rest of the lyrics now. A MacBook Pro box gifted from one friend to another under the guise of sentimentality and self-servingness. We haven't earned this. It feels like getting sentimental with James Reed is something you've got to earn, and I feel like we haven't earned this this week. How do you have to earn it, and how have we not? I just feel like it's the there's a there is a bar, there's an expectation. You know, I was talking before about how you set the bar low to start with, so you can keep improving. Do you know how hard it is to keep on an upward trajectory after two two and a half seasons of something like this? This is hard, and we should be better at it. And I pose the question to you: Will we? Are we ever going to be better than this? And the answer is probably no. It's probably downhill from here. Look. I don't know why people are still listening. I'll split an air conditioner with you. We'll put it in the studio. God damn, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. That really fixed my mood. I think that's certainly a so contributor. It's so hot in here. It's so dank in here. Um, it's the sort of dank I think that you get on a long haul flight. Okay. When you aren't quite aware of it until you leave, and then you sort of feel like this cutting wave of freshness, and you're like, how... Stinky, was it getting in there? Opens the MacBook Pro box. Inside, a couple of bits of stiff paper locks on them. They're plane tickets to Ibiza. And he's given it to Zicoli with a VIP performer's pass to a music festival. Zicoli's over the moon. He's so stoked. Thanks, James Reed from The Feelers. Gives him a big hug and a kiss. Runs home. A cuddle, a hug, and a squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And a, and a smush. For a kiss. 
is always a smush. <laughs> and he runs back home to his place, or actually to Jarhead's, <laughs> into the pool house he goes, grabs a bundle of his clothes and sets off for the airport. Um, he hasn't quite put it together in his head that what James Reed from The Feelers has done for this is a self-serving gift is book him to play at a festival during Summerfest. So really it was a diversionary tactic. And Zaccoli, presumably in the world of the movie, is meant to be upset by this. Only when he figures it out, which only happens while he's on the plane on the way over there. But he has still been given like a paid ticket for a paid gig mm. at a music festival in Ibiza. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get into much detail about the festival in Ibiza, did I? No, so far it sounds outstanding and yeah. like the better end of the It's bargain. called Garbage Fest. What it is is 80 people handpicked from Sussex who they fly over in a chartered plane. And it's a music festival featuring the world's worst DJs playing on a stage while the 80 people from Sussex have to pick up rubbish from the beach. Why does this music festival exist? It's actually a cleaning uh, initiative from the council. Surely the amount of carbon wasted on flying 80 people from Sussex to Ibiza and a DJ over from Los Angeles outweighs... They don't have a global view in Ibiza. They're just like, we've got a beach that's pretty grubby, so we're going to fly over 80 people from Sussex and some of the world's worst DJs and put on Do a festival. Do the people from Sussex pay to be a part of it? Or Absolutely it? not. They win tickets in the same way that the DJs do, and it's it's kind of no one knows what they're in for, but they get there. They think it's a prize. How do you... How do you Make these people pick up rubbish once they arrive. Can't they just wander off and go to one of the other outstanding music festivals on in Ibiza? Absolutely not, because the wristbands that they put on to gain entry have electrodes in them. And if they either slow down in picking up the rubbish or go outside the parameters of, of where the council is designated, they pick up the trash, they get shocked. This... And not a little, a lot. <laughs> this sounds like imprisonment. Uh, no, not imprisonment per se, more like the greatest reality television show that has come out of Ibiza since America's next top this, DJ from Ibiza. This is, uh, this is all for a production, a television production company is doing this. Well, it's both. You know, the council gets together with the TV production company. They make a game show does, whereby people don't know that they're in a game show does James, or that they're in a uh, beach cleaning. Does initiative. James Reed have a stake in the production company who produced the show? EP. He's got an EP credit. Yeah. He's the EP. How, what's the long game here? How long has James Reed been sort of grooming? Four cycles so far. Four cycles of the moon of what? No, four, it's had four seasons of this show. And this how is long's, the fourth season. How long has he been grooming Zaccoli for? Since we met him outside of that club. It was all constructed outside of social. So he knew he immediately that was life. a terrible DJ. Yes. He saw him play outside. James Reed from The Feelers was on later at social, so he was able to slip outside and see Zaccoli play his terrible set. And he was like, this guy sucks. He's perfect. Oh, man. That opens up so many questions of, like, authenticity in the relationship for Zach. Like, Zaccoli will be devastated. Yeah. And, I mean, in some ways, depending on what sort of strings you want to connect here, what dots you want to string along together... Do we blame Squirrel's death on partially the jubilation that Zaccoli's got from thinking that he's going to play Summerfest and then it's taken away from him? And 
and then he thinks he's playing oh, a really yeah, bitchin' festival in I Ibiza. Like, you know. Both James Reed and his production company and the local council in Ibiza all need to take a long, hard look at themselves. I mean, this sounds extremely exploitative. And it is. All the best reality television is. But it's a good show. And realistically, isn't that all that matters? I guess so. It's really fun to watch. You've got love stories among the garbage people from Sussex. You've got Towers of Redemption Why of these terrible DJs. Sussex? That's just the area they picked. Is it always Sussex or is it different always, cycles? Always Sussex. Every cycle it's been Sussex. How do people from Sussex keep getting sucked out if this is the fourth cycle of the show? They're not allowed to talk about it. They have to sign an NDA when they go. But surely if it's being released on television in the UK, then the people of Sussex will watch the show back. No, they don't have TVs in Sussex. Do they? I don't think they do. I'll look that up later, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. I don't know. How else could this work? Well, I'm pretty confident that Sussex don't have TVs, guy. I don't know enough it's about pretty, it. It's so pretty I'll, weird that I'll, you didn't know that. I'll have to take out your word. I mean, you don't sound entirely convincing, but... Uh, I'm just relaying what's up, my man. Hey, appreciate it. And appreciate if you can't it. pick up what's going down, that's on you, friend. Yeah. All right? I agree. I will wear the responsibility for that. And you should. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I invite you all to watch Garbage, Garbage Fest Cycle 5 coming out later this year. I will confess I am uh, also, I've, I've gained an EP credit on it recently. Pardon? I'm, I'm getting a little, little this, on the back end. This show exists beyond the realm of the podcast. This is a real TV show. This is a real show that I am involved in. That you're co-executive producing Correct. with James Reed from The Feelers, the yes. character from the movie We Are Your Friends. That's right. And you have headhunted Zicoli, the crying DJ. I wasn't involved in that cycle. It was cycle four. I came on after that. So you have come on since the release of We Are Your Friends. Yeah. And are currently... You're at, what an inquisitive wee lad you are. What a little questioning... I mean, it's you're case. revealing a lot of information about yourself that I would have thought I would have had some, even in passing. Why do you think I'm so the- busy all the time, mate? I'm trying to coordinate... Uh, production Surely. of a show where people from Sussex can't possibly find out the real... It would be real... easier if you were on the ground in Sussex, wouldn't it? Uh, you would think that, but I'm also having to do, like, juggle a lot of DJs from all around the world, so there's certain tax well, advantages to staying in New Zealand. staying in Auckland the whole time is, is going to make your life any easier. Oh, look, Skype fixes an incredible amount of problems. Well, this has been a revelation, if mm. nothing else, Tim. You know, you know, you think do you, you want know, to come? You, do you want to come to Garbage Fest, mate? Absolutely not. I don't want any part in this. I, you think you know someone? You sit and record with them for over two and a half years. Yeah, we're up to three now, by the way. Okay, three years. Hey, happy anniversary! Yeah, happy anniversary. To find out that they've secretly started taking an EP credit on a show that literally we watched exists within a world we built together. Do you have any idea how betrayed I feel? Oh, you don't need to, though. Just reframe reframe that. You don't have to feel betrayed. Just feel surprised and happy. Just reframe it. Hashtag tell me to- reframe it. You know, make your own decisions. You don't have to be no, outraged. I, me being outraged is me making my own decision. Reframing it is you making a decision for me. Well, I'm going to reframe how I'm going to interpret your anger, and I think you're just surprised. 
I'm not surprised. I'm telling you, I'm not surprised. You can't tell me what emotion I'm expressing. Well, that is exactly what I would expect a surprised person to say. No, that's what an angry person says. Nah, I don't think so. That's not how I'm framing this. Well, at any rate, you should check out the show. And I would recommend people buy DVDs of the uh, previous cycles because I found out recently I get a little cut off those two. You weren't even involved in the production of them. You've just said on the record. Yeah, I know. That's all we've got time for this week on the worst no, idea isn't. of all time. No, we can keep going. Absolutely. I we don't w- want to record will. with you anymore. So uh, this week's No But, which is a segment where we try and establish what part of the movie the actors just ad-libbed, went off the page, um, and made up on the spot. Uh, this week, funnily enough, was the shot when they're walking into the music festival and there's an x-ray shot of them. They decided to do that on the day and used a real x-ray machine with enough power that they could just shoot it in front of a real camera. Outside from 20 yards away. Yeah. Do you know how much radiation that requires? Do you know how many extras got very sick? A lot. But there are no unions in Nevada, so I guess you got away with it. Maximum Joseph, Megan Oppenheimer, the team behind We Are Your Friends. It was a beautiful play on their behalf. But it was led by the actors, and that's important. Because when Zac Efron tells you to jump, your question is, how high? When he requests a shot to be on the fly added to the movie where you can see people's skeletons with when, the naked eye, when he shuts, you say, how much radiation, When he Mr. shuts Efron? down every state hospital in Nevada to take all of their x-ray machines, mm. assemble them on set, yeah. plug them all into the same multi-box, yeah. So as to generate enough radiation that they can get this shot exactly as he imagined it, you say, certainly, Mr. Efron, the children will have to wait for their treatment. Have we dug into how much heat Squirrel is packing, like disproportionately? Hey, so the x-ray shot reveals how much drugs they're bringing into that music festival. And um, I stress this isn't Garbage Fest or Summer Fest that we're talking about. This is the festival that they go to in Las Vegas, which I think remains unnamed throughout the, the movie. They didn't think to name that character, did they? The festival. I think they might name it when Somali um, speaks to James Reed about it. When, they, when they're when oh, recording a song. Something I think she Fields. Might... Yeah. Silver Fields, I don't know. Something Fields. It's probably a real one too that exists. They do a bit of that in this movie. So, uh, yeah. They're all packing heat. They're bringing drugs in to sell They're at the festival. They're selling drugs. They're drug dealers. Scru- like, you get the x-ray shot revealing how they've hidden it on their bodies. And Screw was carrying so much more drugs than everyone else. And he was the most nervous one in the car. Unsurprisingly, because literally none of the other guys are taking in anything that would probably result in jail time. Yeah. Screw is, is he's picking up the slack. In a drug way. In a drug way. Do you, th- do you commend him for that or do you think bad Screw? Oh, it's hard to say. I'm conflicted. I think on the one hand, uh, good on him for, you know, taking the taking the reins where other friends are too afraid. Yeah. I respect that. I yeah. respect that decisive sort of decision making. And I mean, I think they're all going to be grateful for it when they get a great haul of cash from the festival. Mm. On the other hand, I think the risk is unfairly his and his alone. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's unfair. Your comment's fair. What he's undertaking yeah. is unfair. Yeah, unless they... Really identify with Skrill. Unless the way they divvy up the money is that the more you take in, the higher the cut of, you know, profits you take from the festival. These boys don't seem like those kind of mathematical boys to me, you know? Skrill's the figures guy. Yeah, that's true. Although he didn't really... uh, 
get to the bottom of Jarhead ripping them off, uh, Johnny Depp ripping them all off. No. At the, uh, he was very quarry. upset because he mispronounced Kevin Sidestrom's name as Captain Sidestream. Yeah, that's true. That'll get anyone riled up, won't get it? Anyone down, on their, down in the dumps. So. On their haunches. Look. It's unbearably hot in here. Um, oh, so now on your terms, we can end the podcast. I yeah. guess now that you're an executive producer, you just make these kinds of decisions to you without um, any consideration for how it affects the people who you're you know, working with. What would you like to talk have about, been working with? I'd like to talk, talk about the fact that I'm coming to Brisbane tomorrow and I would really appreciate if anyone who's listening in Brisbane came along to my comedy festival show because I have no idea if anyone's coming at all. That's what I would like to talk about. Brisbane, Australia. A real place. Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Featuring arguably the most iconic airport tower in, if not the Antipodes, certainly the Southern Hemisphere. A real triumph of industry and a feat of engineering. And uh, a building that I can't wait to come into close contact with tomorrow morning upon landing. Hmm. If anyone wants to see any of those snaps, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Guy underscore Mont. We're also, uh, Guy and I are going to be at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and we're spitballing some ideas about how to put on a live show because we haven't organised one yet. I think maybe just rent a hotel room and invite you all to come and join us. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, so yeah, if you're in Melbourne, uh, let us know if you'd be into that. Uh, a tweet if or something? Yeah, if there's enough, we might even have to rent uh, something bigger. Um, An Airbnb, perhaps. If you would like to see uh, when people across the network are doing some live shows, just go to littleempirepodcast.com slash live. Yeah. And everything you want is there. Now, would you please leave us to have an argument in peace? Oh, this movie's still fine. Zakoli that goes screw. One of them's a hottie. His name is Jackie. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... Oh, shit. Another boat? Oh, shit. Here comes a boat. Guess which boat? Which one? The... HMS Titanic. Oh my god. That's right. Because this movie's set in the past. This is not a good boat to get on. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.